Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights, our podcast discussing the latest economic trends and developments. My name is Izian, an analyst from OCBC's credit research team. We'll spend some time today discussing the developments at Samcorp Industries and our latest views of the company's credit profile. Samcorp Industries was formed in 1998 from the merger of Singapore Technologies Industrial Corporation and Sembawang Corporation, companies whose history is intertwined with the development of Singapore as a major ship repair and shipbuilding centre, and the development of Jurong Island as a petrochemical hub. Today, Samcorp's key businesses are in three segments, namely the energy segment, where Samcorp is a power generation company including thermal and renewable energy, gas, waste and water, with key operations in India, Singapore, China and the UK. Samcorp is also an urban developer of townships and industrial parks, while it owns 61% of Samcorp Marine, separately listed in the Singapore Stock Exchange. Samcorp Marine is a specialised ship and rig builder, and together with its peer, Keppel Offshore and Marine, are cornerstones of the offshore marine sector in Singapore. On Monday, Samcorp Industries and Samcorp Marine announced a two-step transaction that would see Samcorp Marine eventually being spun out of Samcorp Industries. Assuming transaction completion, Samcorp Industries would have two key business segments left, energy and the urban segment. In the first step, Samcorp Marine would undertake a significant equity rights issue of 2.1 billion Sing dollars to recapitalize its balance sheet, which have become highly levered in the past five years with net gearing of 1.9 times as at the end of 2019. Since the oil price fall out in 2014, Samcorp Marine had faced a challenging operating environment with oil and gas majors pulling back capital investments. The announcement on Monday comes on the back of three years of consecutive pre-tax losses at Samcorp Marine. In June 2019, Samcorp Industries had lent $1.5 billion to Samcorp Marine, which was used by Samcorp Marine to repay debt. Effectively, Samcorp Industries had become a creditor of Samcorp Marine, pushing up Samcorp Industries' own debt levels as the funding had come externally. As part of the rights issue, Samcorp Industries has undertaken to subscribe for up to $1.5 billion of the rights issue. Although, instead of paying Samcorp Marine cash for new shares, Samcorp Industries will swap the debt it holds in Samcorp Marine into equity without additional cash coming from Samcorp Industries. The Masik, which is the single largest shareholder of Samcorp Industries, will sub-underwrite $600 million of the rights issue effectively backstopping the deal. This portion will be in new money for Samcorp Marine. After the rights issue, Samcorp Marine will be able to lower its net gearing to more respectable 0.5 times. As the second step after the rights issue, Samcorp Industries will spin off Samcorp Marine by distributing shares it holds in Samcorp Marine to its own shareholders, including Tamasic, for no additional cost. In our view, Tamasic will likely emerge as the majority owner of Samcorp Marine after the two-step transaction, which should assist Samcorp Marine in assessing capital and increasing the probability of a turnaround. Our base case assumes that the transaction will be successful. Common across parent companies and their subsidiaries, 
Semcorp Marine also relies on its parent company for existing credit facilities. With the impending change of control, we expect Semcorp Marine to negotiate its credit facilities with its lenders, which in our view should remove the reliance of Semcorp Marine on Semcorp Industries on this front. After the spin-off, there is also no longer a need for Semcorp Industries to fund the operations of Semcorp Marine. This allows Semcorp Industries to focus on its own growth plans and obligations instead. In August of 2019, we lowered our issuer profile of Semcorp Industries to Neutral 5 on the back of operating challenges at Semcorp Marine, which had meant that financial support from Semcorp Industries was necessary as long as Semcorp Industries was the parent company. Semcorp Industries' power business is driven by contribution from deregulated markets, which means that during the virus outbreak, lower economic activity would drag demand for power. However, on a normalized basis, we expect Semcorp Industries' credit profile to improve after the spin-off, and we think that EBITDA would improve to around 7.4 times versus 8.9 times in 2019. Overall, we see the two-step transaction as a credit positive. We also expect EBITDA interest coverage to become stronger at above three times. Today, we had upgraded Samcop Industries' issuer profile to neutral four. We hope you found this podcast useful and we will continue updating listeners with our views on topical issues concerning both markets and issuers under our coverage. Thank you. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.